Hey, so real quick heads up here as you go into the episode. Uh, it seems my recording software uh, kind of screwed up here. So my audio quality is not as good as you are used to. However, the interview is top notch. So bear with the audio quality on this one. Uh, the guest quality is fantastic. Mine is just a little eh. Um, so I apologize. Uh, there's a couple more episodes that are like this, so we'll just sort of push through them, but the content is worthwhile. So thank you and enjoy the episode. In this episode, I sit down with Shauna Lee from The Soul Frequency to talk about metaphysics, manifesting, and how to create the life you really want. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I am sitting with Shauna Lee. Through her platform at thesoulfrequency.com, Shauna Lee teaches people how to live powerfully and authentically, how to feel great in their bodies, confident with who they are, and to connect with their purpose. By locating their deepest truths and raising their energy frequency, her clients create fulfilling lives founded on alignment and intuition. She is the host of the Soul Frequency Show podcast and is the number one best-selling author of the Soul Frequency, Your Healthy, Awakened, and Authentic Life. So Shauna, first of all, thank you so much for being here. Ah, Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I'm definitely excited for some of these topics. Many of the uh, people listening to the show, especially the OGs, know that I, I, I tend to shy away uh, from stuff that uh, gets into more energy and, and alignment and, and so on and so forth, mostly because I just don't know anything about it. So for my benefit and for the benefits of the listeners, uh, break down for us what it is you do with your clients, what that helps them do, and and try to do it in sort of a dummy's guide for. I love it. Well, the first thing I always say to people, you know, if it, the energy conversation seems woo-woo or seems new, I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Like I have a many-year business background in something completely unrelated to what I do. I was in real estate for many years. I actually financed large strip centers and apartment buildings and um, and so did real estate sales. I mean, I've been all around the real estate industry and had a very successful career. And so I wasn't thinking about energy or talking about energy either. And yet it's something that we are feeling and experiencing whether we know it or not. So like, let's say we go to a really cool party or we get together with people and we might meet someone new. Like, you know, when you look across the room and you're like, that person seems really cool. And you go and you talk to them and you might leave and say to your friend, wow, like she had a great vibe. Like I just felt her vibe across the room and I wanted to go talk to her. That is energy, right? You felt you had a certain energy frequency. So it's like your own very own radio station on a dial. Like, let's say you like rock music 
and you felt that person's vibe across the room and they had a similar radio station and you're like, hey, we get each other and we're kind of on the same frequency. And so we are experiencing energy all the time in those ways. And in the same way that sometimes you go to a party and you see that person across the room and you're like, I, that person just repels me. Like for whatever reason, like I don't want to go up and talk to them. I don't, I'm not feeling it with them. And this is personal, right? Cause you might have a friend that's like, Oh, that guy seems cool. And you're like, ah, doesn't seem cool to me. So when we understand that this is just part of who we are, then we can kind of demystify the energy conversation. And oftentimes it ends up in, in spiritual circles and things like that. And that can be off-putting to certain people, but what I've found and what I do in my work is I use it as a tool um, so that we can live our best life. It's a tool that when we understand how to work with our own energy and how to manifest things with it and how to create and set intentions and goals and go after things by understanding our own energetic self, it proves to be very powerful in the lives of my clients and in my life. And so you know, if you don't like the word or you don't connect to <laughs> energy, um, it's happening either way and understanding it's just a powerful thing. Yeah. And I absolutely love uh, right where you ended of, listen, this is going on regardless of whether or not you want to pay attention to it. So you may as well pay attention to it. Um, but as you know, and I'm sure uh, you, you've probably had these conversations in the past with the person who needs this, but thinks of it as, well, that's too fluffy. Um, do you have any understanding or, or idea of why this stuff happens? Like why there is this energy that is sort of connecting us to everything else? Well, there's, you know, there's a branch of science called quantum science, and it's actually never been proven wrong. And it's not anything that's new. I mean, this has been studied for over a 100 years. Um, and it's just it's small matter. It's like, why it, it talks about like what we focus on expands, right? That we, when we literally put our energy on something, um, whether it's something that's positive or negative, then that experience will expand in our life. And what's ironic, and this is everyone can identify with this, is that we tend to think about the things that we don't want and the things that we don't like. Like if we're like feeling like we're broke, right? We're constantly thinking, God, I hate being broke. I hate being broke. I hate being broke, right? And what we're doing as we continue to repeat this and as we continue to think about it is we continue to expand it in our life and so one of the ways to start moving energy in a different manner in your life that's really practical is you want to start training your brain to think of the things you do want more and and really stop thinking of the things you don't want because quantum science proves that when you take your attention off of something it can no longer exist in your reality. And so if we stop thinking about the things that drive us crazy, we'll find that there's less of that in our life. Absolutely. Uh, so the book is called The Soul Frequency. Um, and, and so is the, the podcast. Why, why that name? So I had kind of like, I guess an epiphany, you could call it when I, I started my practice, like literally changed my life. Like I said, I was in real estate, I was making great money. I was very financially successful and very unfulfilled. And I was kind of a uh, ripped off feeling by that because, you know, I, I really thought I was living the American dream. I was going to build a big business and then someday reach this idea of happiness or fulfillment, right? We think this is going to be found by making more money or by being with the right person or by having a family. We, we put our happiness and fulfillment on certain things in life 
life and we go after them. And I had kind of gotten all of those things and I wasn't feeling fulfilled or happy. In fact, some areas of my life were feeling worse than they did when I was living in a one bedroom apartment. And that was really confusing to me. And I kept thinking like, you know, if money is not going to fill this well, and if success isn't going to fill this well, what is? And that really opened the door to a whole new way of like being in the world and thinking about life and, and really had me study where fulfillment comes from. And so I talk about my own journey in the book, The Soul Frequency, and really give people exercises to start defining for themselves, like what is success and what is fulfillment and how to shift your energy in the direction of what it is that's truly going to bring that into your life, because it might be different than your parents or your friends or anybody else in your world. And I just think that I spent so much of my life thinking it was I was on the track to that, only to figure out that I wasn't. And if I can save, you know, one person, a hundred people, a thousand people from, from that, having to spend that time going down a track that doesn't ultimately produce what you want, then I've done my job here. And this book is really about um, finding out who you are, the truth of who you are, other than people's expectations of you and people's, you know, ideas for you and the way they think you should be living and all of this other stuff that we get wrapped up in and how to really take action on that and make it a reality. So what are some of, um, obviously without giving everything away, uh, what are some of the, the practical exercises that you cover in this book that can help with uh, better understanding who you are, better understanding what you want, what fulfillment looks like, uh, and, and especially on that, that side of sort of controlling where your thoughts end up going? Yeah, I have a lot of, um, I talk about, the, you know, every thought we have is energy, every feeling we have is energy. And those are two things that are creating our world. So I talk about how to create, you know, a business from scratch by our thoughts and our feelings and how to, you know, first, the first step is really, we want to, everything started with one idea, right? Someone had, you know, when Apple was created, is somebody had an idea. When a car was created, somebody had an idea. So we all get ideas all the time, but we oftentimes, you know, just dismiss them or don't take action on them, forget about them. And so I talk about what's called the creation equation in the book, which is exactly how we create everything in our life. And um, what many times we think that life is happening to us, but we're actually creating it through our thoughts and through our feelings and through how we take action in the world. And so the first step in creating anything is to have an idea. And the second step is to continue to think of that idea. So I give people really practical plans for like, how to continue to grow a thought and how to fuel a thought with, with a lot of positive feelings because feelings are the fire that make that thought really start to grow and expand. I talk about um, how at the beginning as an entrepreneur, I'm sure there's many entrepreneurs that work on the show, you are fueling all of the energy for your business, meaning it's all you. And then at a certain point, other people start putting their energy into the business and, and there's a snowball effect that happens, right? As things start to grow, because now you have multiple minds and multiple hearts working on something. And like most people know, at the end of building a business, you can kind of step out a little bit and pull some of your, you know, your time and energy out of the equation and the business will still run if you've built it properly. So I just kind of really talk about these inside principles to how we create businesses, relationships, um, a healthy body, we can apply it to anything in life. And the creation equation, I think, is 
um, revolutionary and us being conscious of exactly how we're creating things. Because sometimes we create things and we go, gosh, this is great. It all worked out. But we don't really know what the formula is that we used. And so I give people that formula. And and that's uh, talked about and sort of covered more in depth in the book. Exactly. Beautiful. How did you, um, and I want to, to dive a little bit deeper into uh, your journey through this process or becoming who you are now. But before that, how did you separate sort of the roles of the podcast and the book? Because obviously uh, my experience with that, with my book, uh, was that I have this core thesis. The podcast sort of tackles it from one perspective. The book tackles it from a different. Um, did you end up going a, a separate or rather a, um, a similar route or uh, did you find something else work? Everything, like, uh, like I said, when I, when you were asking me about how I found the soul frequency, I started my practice, um, really talking about holistic nutrition. That was an area that was important to my life. I realized that when I started eating differently and, and having a healthy body that I started thinking differently too. To me, it's like an access point to greater, greater possibility in your life sometimes comes through what we fuel our body with. And that was my experience And then something else started happening in the room is I started seeing all the reasons why that it really wasn't about food, that people struggle maybe with their weight or, or things in their life. I started seeing the through lines between the different ways that we struggle. And often if we're struggling in one area, that's presenting itself in other areas of our life too. And I really saw how we couldn't see that about ourselves, how unconscious these things were. And I, saw a unfolding of a proprietary process that happened through my practice. And now I rarely talk about food very much with clients anymore because my business has just evolved into something different. So um, this proprietary process is four steps called truth, release, experience, and align. And when I started the podcast, I really started it to talk about um, all kinds of subjects that related to deep inner transformational work. Like how do we take our life where things didn't seem possible and make them possible. And to really dive into the nitty gritty on that. And I ask every one of my guests on the podcast, um, personal questions from their life based on, you know, deep truths they've discovered, things they've had to release along their growth path, um, how they experience life after releasing those things and what, what is alignment for them? Like really what has them feel good in their life and keep moving forward And so that was kind of the through line. And then when I sat down to write the book, I mean, I I go, of course, I'm going to write the book based on this process. Like, this is what I take people through. And so so the process is evident and and in all aspects of everything that I'm talking about and teaching. I would say that the podcast is a great vehicle for getting other people's kind of viewpoints and opinions on transformational processes and how, you know, we've all had lives where we've grown and changed and expanded in different ways. And I love to hear people's true, inner, authentic stories about what that journey has been. That's that's fantastic. So tell me a little bit more. Um, you, you have sort of touched on it multiple times here. Uh, you When you were doing real estate, uh, did you believe in, or rather not believe in, did you pay much attention to uh, the concepts of energy and manifesting and, and so on and so forth, or were you on sort of team woo-woo? Um, you know, if, I think hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like I talk about how, you know, I talk a lot about living your truth. And at the time that I was doing real estate, I 
I wouldn't have, if you asked me if I was living my truth, I would have said yes. Now looking back on it, I would say no, because I know so much more about myself now. That's what personal development gives us. But in hindsight, we can look back and say, hmm, I don't know that I was really, you know, walking my purpose line. And, but I think that, you know, I think that it's, it's always a process of growth. And I think at the time, I didn't realize how I was using energy. I now do. So I was very good at negotiating deals. Very good, like very well known for it. And what I was really doing is I was able to kind of connect with the two parties and and where they, how they felt and where their energy was and what they needed out of the deal. And I was able to create win-win situations because I really felt people. Like I'm a very empathetic, compassionate person. I took the time to listen and care. And I could just kind of get a sense, like, in the, you know, we all have intuition. I could get an intuitive sense of like, okay, this person's going to be okay with this. And this person's going to be okay with that. And this is how I can bring them together. So I would say that I was always using some of what I do today and how I help people, but I didn't realize it at the time. We'll get back to our conversation in a second, but let me take a moment to tell you about Skillshare. As we transition into 2019, many of you are sitting down to set goals and resolutions for yourselves. Maybe you want to get that promotion at work. Maybe you want to find a new job altogether. Well, there's no better way to set yourself up for success than to learn a new skill. I've said this before, but your value to the company you work for or your value to the marketplace, if you're going the entrepreneurial route, is directly linked to the skills you can bring to the table. That's why I partnered with Skillshare to bring you two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. Say what? Seriously, free. If you haven't heard of Skillshare, it's an online learning community for creators. With more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more, you'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. I've had to learn countless new skills in my career so far. Heck, even starting this podcast required me to learn audio production, marketing, content creation, SEO, and a ton of other stuff. To sign up for your two months free trial to Skillshare and start learning, go to Skillshare.com slash tiny leaps. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash tiny leaps to start your two months free trial right now. That's Skillshare.com slash tiny leaps. Right. Yeah. And so I was, I was going to ask when you were in those uh, conversations and negotiations, um, was that just sort of a, a, was that a learned behavior to sort of understand how either party uh, might benefit or, or what they might be ultimately looking for? Or was that just something that you naturally are, are capable of? I mean, I would say I have a natural inclination for that. Like I was, when I went to college, I was a communication major and I was fascinated with studying how people communicate and how they relate to each other. So that's always been something that's personally fascinating to me. Um, but I would say I learned a lot about human nature, especially when there's a lot of money on the line. So people are spending, you know, very large sums of money. It can bring out all kinds of things in people's personalities and people have very different ways of negotiating, um, sometimes culturally, um, sometimes, you know, just personality wise. So I learned a lot more about about human nature in that setting from experience. So then as you were, um, 
as you were transitioning from that career to uh, where you are now, in that process, did you ever bump up against uh, your own limiting beliefs isn't quite the right word, but your own sort of concerns or, or thoughts of, is this path really for me? Absolutely. Like every day, all the time. I mean, I, and I talk a lot about this in the book. I'm very, very open and honest. Like that's one of the things that kind of surprises people about the book, because I believe that speaking the truth about this stuff helps people on their own path. It's super important because everybody likes to think everyone else has it together and it's easy for them. And it's not the case when you're going to change your life. I mean, I had years of experience and success, but when you're going to really make a big change in your life, it felt like starting over in some ways. I mean, there were times that I felt like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And it was strange because I had was so good at what I did before. So it felt weird to feel like such a beginner, you know, again. Um, but it was also, you know, in that beginner stage, I just want to say for people that are just starting out, it's such a, it's such a time of learning and expanding. And if you really kind of just are, you get okay with it, like it's okay. I'm a beginner and I'm going to learn so much. I mean, I learned so much in the first few years of this business that I've grown because I was on the court again. I had to, I wasn't, there was no resting back on your laurels. Like that naturally happens when you've been in a business for a while, you know what you're doing and nothing's going to really throw you for a loop. So when you start something new, it's like you're on the court and you, you got to be ready for all kinds of new learning. And that's actually a very exciting time. That's when you're having a lot of growth as a person, a lot of working through, like you said, your limiting beliefs. And, and certainly I think a huge factor in that is being with people that are doing the same thing. So if you have friends, you know, that are, again, reaching for something bigger and they're on the court too, that's extremely supportive. You guys can talk to each other and support each other through that. It's terrible to be around people that are very close-minded when you're trying to expand your life. So be careful what you put yourself around. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, tell me, writing this book, uh, so it was... I know from from the experience I recently had with it, uh, it was definitely challenge, challenging, uh, even though I knew what I wanted to say, to find a way to distill it uh, into a book that made sense and uh, could both sell people on the overall idea and then once sold, uh, introduce them to uh, potential solutions and, and so on and so forth. Um, what was the process writing uh, the, the book for you? You know, it's very, it's a, a funny story. I had someone tell me, a dear friend of mine, that he thought I should write a book. And I told him he was crazy. I said, I don't know what I would say in a book. And this was 2016. And, and I just thought he was nuts. And, and he kept bugging me about it because he's an author. He's written like seven books. And he's like, I really feel like you, this is your thing. Like you're a great writer and you should write a book. And I'm like, no. And I, have a, I had a small child at the time and a new, newer business I'm running and growing. And I just thought, when would I even find the time? And he goes, just sit down and write an outline and send it to me. And so because I was so annoyed with him, I was like, okay, fine. I'll write an outline. I'll send it to you. Like I'll humor you. So I sat down and, and this outline just kind of poured out, poured right out of me. And I'm like, okay, here's your outline. He's like, okay, now just write three sentences under each bullet point. I'm like, come on. And he's like, no, I'm telling you. So I'm like, okay. So I sat down and I started writing. And because a lot of it is stuff I've been through in my own big transformations in my life, 
I just started writing and it almost became a bit of a journal at the beginning for me to process some of what I'd been through. I'd been through some really big changes and I probably needed to like make sense of them. And so I just started writing and writing and it wasn't great to begin with. And before you knew it, I would write on the weekends and and at night. And before you knew it, I had 50,000 word outline, like a very big outline, which is the size of a book. And my friend says, I want to introduce you to somebody extraordinary. And and it's somebody that is, she's like, you can't find her anywhere. She's like a hidden human being who is just an angel of um, an editor. And she and I had the most extraordinary creative process of taking this 50,000 word outline and making it what you see today in this book. And it was nothing short of just a creative experience that, you know, I don't even know if I'll ever be able to replicate. It just was a true collaborative effort and something that grew me as a human being through the process. And she, you know, was like, I have not worked on something in years that has inspired me like this. And so it was just one of those magical moments. And um, we got to go back and forth and create this great book. That is, that sounds like, uh, such a unique experience. Uh, I definitely hope that you are able to recreate it if you ever decide to write a second. But um, I mean, it, it's one of those experiences that even if it was just once in a lifetime, like you, you really can't be mad at the fact that you got to have that. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, I have one more question for you, but, but tell us a little bit about where we can connect with you, where we can get the book and what the best way to sort of go deeper on this conversation is. Yeah, my website is thesoulfrequency.com. And I'm also on Instagram a lot. The handle's at thesoulfrequency. And you can go to thesoulfrequencybook.com. And there are over $300 in bonuses that we did with the book. So if you buy like an ebook or a book on Amazon, um, there's a bunch of really cool bonus gifts, including um, a conversation with me. Um, There's also a journal that goes along with the book and a lot of tools to just help people, you know, deepen the process of going through the action items in the book. Absolutely love that. Uh, So my last question for you is... um, for those people, and if I'm if I'm being 100% honest, that includes me, uh, that are still skeptical of the energy conversation. Um, and, and I say it includes me because part of the reason I started this show, and, and people listening will, will definitely understand this, part of the reason I started this show is because self-help became very impractical, very fluffy and woo-woo and um, almost as a blanket statement when I started this show I rejected anything that got even close to that without looking any further into it it was just purely I hate all of this let's create something that uh, works better um, but you you are convincing me and and I am like I'm I'm picking up the book I want to learn more about this because I think that there is something here regardless of whether or not it is uh, what some people say it is, doesn't matter. I think there's something here and the more we can do to dive deeper into ourselves, learn more about ourselves, the better off we'll be regardless of what it is. So for those of us that are still skeptical, uh, what would you say to us to get us to take that small leap and, and just learn more about it? Well, the funny thing as you're saying this, and thank you for, you know, just your honesty and your candor, because, you know, 
we're living in a time where if we don't talk about the things, you know what I mean, that come up and that are true for us and we can't come to the table and have conversations about it and, and learn from each other. I mean, that's a hindrance, right. In the world. And so I thank you for having me on to even talk about this, you know, and I want to recommend a book, a dear friend of mine, uh, read, read a book, like wrote a book and it came out the same day that my book did in September. And I was blown away at this book because you know, he is, uh, was on wall street and he really believed, um, in nothing having to do with energy. He didn't believe that he believed that life had no purpose, that we come here, we live, we do what we do in this lifetime and, and we move on. Right. And life is over. And he wrote a book and it's very scientific. So for anybody that has a very scientific mind and really wants to see the science of quantum physics and understand, you know, some of these things about energy, he wrote a book called an end to upside down thinking. And it's an extraordinary presentation of, of how the military, the research the military has done on energy and on quantum physics, um, everything from remote viewing to psychic phenomenon um, and presents a lot of their science. He talks to a lot of the major scientists around the world and gives, you know, both opposing views and views that, you know, quantify some of the stuff that I talk about in my book about energy. And because I feel energy and experience energy in a way that some people don't, the science to me is not as important, but I felt that the validity of this book was so extraordinary for people who really are having a hard time, right, with this conversation. Um, and sometimes reading the extensive science that's done on it is the thing that has us just kind of open the door a little bit and start saying, okay, maybe there's something here and maybe this it can be helpful in my own life. I really, really appreciate you being willing to share that book. I've got it pulled up now uh, and it will be linked in the description and end to upside down thinking. Uh, It is fantastic looking. Uh, So the reviews are are excellent. Uh, So Shauna, your book is called the soul frequency, your healthy, awakened and authentic life. Uh, we can find it at thesoulfrequencybook.com and we can listen to the podcast, the, the, sh- the Soul Frequency Show. Listen, I want to say thank you to you for taking the time to share your expertise and your experiences with us. Uh, this show has always been about just looking for every opportunity to improve the quality of our lives and, and be practical about that process because, as you know, it is possible to change our lives It just takes a whole lot of work. So thank you for being willing to come on and share your point of view on uh, what you you really feel can work. And and I appreciate you being willing to even share an additional resource that isn't your own uh, to sort of back that up. Yeah, well, thank you, Greg. And and thank you for everything that you shared today and for having me on. It's always a pleasure and I love connecting with new people. So thank you guys for listening in. Absolutely. And to those of you listening, thank you for your attention, for your time, for uh, being willing to open your mind and, and listen in on this conversation and just see whether or not it is a direction you want to go. I highly recommend that if nothing else, you at least give the book a read. It's called The Soul Frequency. Give it a read. If afterwards you're like, you know, this isn't for me, well, that's up to you, but you cannot know unless you are exposed to it. So give the book a read, listen to the podcast, And thank you for your time, your attention. If you have not already, click the subscribe button. That is the best way to make sure that new episodes get delivered straight to you once they 
publish. I really, really appreciate that. Super easy thing to do. Just tap subscribe wherever you're listening to this or click it on the desktop app if that's where you are consuming it. Uh, and as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. We'll be right back.